I'm James Milley. And I'm Alex Mito. And this is the Artist Business Plan. Your favorite weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs hosted by Superfine Art Fair. What's going on, business artists? You are listening to the Artist Business Plan. We are back from hiatus. We're excited to be here with you. And because you are listening, that means that you, my friend, are certifiably awesome. I'm Alex Mito. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Superfine Art Fair. If you don't know us already, I'm the, we're the most widespread art fair for independent artists in the U.S. We also strive to be one of the top resources for all things about art and marketing of your art. And today we've got Justin Anthony from Artwork Archive back here with us on the mic. Justin's going to share his thoughts on what not to do to be a successful artist. I am very excited to hear what he has to say. But first, I've got an amazing offer here for you ABP listeners. New York City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and yes, Miami. These are just a few of the places where you and your art can meet your next collector when you sign up and exhibit with us at Superfine Art Fair. Join the number one art fair for independent artists as we travel across the United States reaching thousands of qualified in-person art buyers at every single fair. And prepare yourself for success with a full suite of business resources like our very own podcast, which you're listening to right now. Superfine started with the connection between artists and an eager, empowered, qualified buying audience. So many alternatives didn't provide any real value for the artists who spent their precious time, hard-earned money, and major effort mounting and exhibiting their work without the results to back it up. And that meant it was time for something new. For seven years, Superfine has focused on breaking down these barriers and creating sustainable economic opportunities for artists to build careers from our fair. To find your place at a Superfine fair, simply visit www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. Don't miss the chance to be a part of the top business artist community in the world. And when you mention the artist business plan, you'll receive a $150 credit on your booth, no matter what size or city you choose. So that's $150 off. Just go online to www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art to set up your qualification call with James and get started selling your art with Superfine today. Again, that's www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. All right, so we are back here with Justin Anthony. Justin is the co-founder of Artwork Archive, a leading art management platform that provides artists, collectors, and institutions in more than 130 countries with the tools to manage and organize their artwork, career, and collections. With a diverse professional background spanning startups, nonprofits, and the corporate sector, Justin has helped propel Artwork Archive to a globally recognized platform that empowers artists and art enthusiasts alike. Welcome back to the Artist Business Plan, Justin. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, we're glad to have you. And so we've already asked you our usual intro question on a previous episode, which everyone, you should check that out. If you go back in our archives and search Justin Anthony, you'll find that one. Uh, but to help the audience get to know you a little better, can you tell us how Artwork Archive works? Yeah, I mean, I think the the intro touched on it a bit. I'm going to do this more from an artist perspective because we do have other tiers. Um, but at its core, Artwork Archive is a platform that provides artists the tools they need to get organized, manage their businesses, and showcase their work. So um, we kind of unapologetically focus on all things unsexy. If you are an artist that have decided to make this your career, 
um, we provide those tools that are kind of essential to the business side of art and try to demystify, simplify, and act as kind of like a online studio assistant, if you will. I love that. And I like that you kind of unapologetically are focusing on like the boring parts, the parts that artists might not think they need to do, but actually help you amp up your practice, not just your art practice, but your business practice, which is what we're all about here. Thank you again for sharing that with us, Justin. I think uh, a lot of the artists out there will go check out Artwork Archive after this. Um, Now let's dive into some of our questions here. So the last time we had you on the program, we talked about organizing your art career. There's a lot of tools that artists can understand or should understand in order to be successful, but none of that really matters if you aren't organized. So why is it so hard for artists to self-impose a schedule and how do artists get around that? You know, I think one reason is that the act of creating doesn't conform to a normalized schedule. You know, if if I get into the flow, it's very hard to, to pull away and you can't really control when inspiration is going to strike. Um, the, the other thing I think is a challenge is that the benefits of being organized aren't necessarily top of mind to everyone. Um, it isn't until an artist realizes just how much time can be saved, you know, how much stress can be reduced, and how much being organized can impact you professionally that that light kind of clicks on. Um, and, you know, I, I think when we're talking with artists about how to get around those challenges, um, one I think I, I kind of touched on initially is treating your art like a career. Um, you know, if you are an artist, whether you like it or not, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner. And, you know, understandably, as a result of that, you've got to wear a lot of hats. So that kind of framework shift of thinking about your art like a career, um, I I think, helps that. The other thing is, as I was mentioning, there, there isn't this kind of normalized schedule. But I do think if you dedicate time on a weekly basis to the admin and organization, so things don't stack up, Um, you're better prepared for whatever gets thrown at you and you can spend more time in the studio doing what you love. So I guess the summary of that is, you know, making the decision that if this is your career, treat it like that and, you know, make sure you're dedicating a chunk of time where no matter what, you're getting things done because once it starts stacking up, it gets so daunting. Yeah. And I can speak to that as an entrepreneur and just a, you know, multiple homeowner and all these other things that all the other hats I wear, when you let that organizational stuff stack up, you procrastinate it in favor of the fun, creative stuff, which obviously we all have to do as well. It does get daunting and overwhelming. So really keeping tabs on that, dedicating the time. I completely agree, Justin. Um, Thank you for sharing that with us. So we're going to talk about analyzing your market as an artist, something that we feel is crucial for artist success. Um, you don't want to market your work to collectors that aren't interested. So what are three things that artists tend to forget when they're sorting through demographics and selecting their target audiences for their works? For their work? I, I think, you know, one of the things, and this, this can be difficult because, you know, our, our, we're driven as creators to to want to make everyone happy and want to please everyone and create kind of universally appealing things. I think, you know, step one is realizing you don't need to please everyone. If you're looking to create work that has universal appeal, I think you're in for a tough battle. So not forgetting that as an artist, you, you're an artist first and foremost, and make the work that is really interesting to you and leverage the tool at your disposal with search, online forums, and other places where you can find people interested 
in the types of work you're doing because you do not need a massive audience. You need, you know, uh, you, massive audiences are, are rarely the keys to success for most of the artists that, that, that we work with, certainly. The other thing is, don't chase vanity metrics, you know, to, to speak to this audience size. Keep in mind that a smaller, well-curated audience of people that are genuinely, genuinely interested in what you do is much more likely to drive career success than, you know, chasing this huge following of unengaged people. Um, and then I think the last one would be avoid analysis paralysis. You know, there's so many different ways and platforms to get your message out. And we just see artists stressing out about how to be great at all of them and worrying about what's the latest one that they should be on but yet aren't on. Um, I think be kind to yourself and really strategic when choosing the one or two outlets that work best for reaching the audience you're targeting. I love those, Justin. So guys, don't get analysis paralysis. You might be overthinking and then also niche your audience. Like you don't need everyone in the entire world to know your work, just the art, just the potential collectors that your work resonates most with. So don't be afraid to niche your market. And Justin, as a follow-up to that, what are two things artists overlook when they're curating their online presence? Um, I would say first and foremost, and, and I may be a little biased because this kind of motivates my buying as a collector, but I think one of the main things that gets overlooked is understanding that your story as an artist is every bit as important as the work you present. Your story is compromised of more things than just your bio or your statement. It's, it's communicated through your design aesthetic, how you communicate with others, the way you present yourself both off and online. So, so really kind of bearing in mind that your story is a critical aspect. And I, you know what, I don't even know if I have, you asked for two things. To me, that's something that I would hammer in and just focus on, like if you're focusing on nothing else, just realizing that, you know, it's more than just the work you put out. Obviously you want to put out things you're proud of and things that are going to resonate with people. But at the end of the day, so many of my purchases are driven by the artists themselves, the, you know, the story, their brand, if you will. Um, and I think that's a very overlooked aspect of many artists' careers. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Justin. I think there's kind of this old school logic of like, let the work speak for itself, everything's super minimal and so on. But like, I think this younger, and I class myself as younger, I have some gray hairs, but I would say I'm a younger collector. Um, We're we're looking for the stories, we're looking for those points of connection with artists. And I'm very much like you in that way. And I'm even looking around the room where I am right now and every piece of work here, I can tell a story about it has meaning, my relationship with the artist factors into that. So I completely agree. I mean, if we're going to choose one thing, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Like bring your own story into your online presence and not just, you know, stand alone. Here's an image. Do you like it or not? Like, you know, really show us who you are to differentiate yourself from the other artists out there. Right. And and this may be kind of a, a silly analogy, but I, I do find it useful. Like it, when you're thinking about if you see an album from an artist you really like coming out or someone an actor actress that you really like that's going to be in a tv show or movie you're much more likely to check those out because you already have a relationship with that artist you already have an opinion or view or an affinity toward that particular performer or artist and that translates into the art world as well i am always once i'm hooked i'm always looking to see what the artists i'm interested in are doing in the future 
Yeah, I love that. And I, and I think that's something, you know, we talk about a lot, which is, you know, once you have made a sale, any sale, like whether it's, you know, you've sold a print or a small work or whatever it may be, keeping those people in your orbit and you and theirs going forward is a great way. It's possibly the best way, I think, to market yourself because they already have a relationship with you as an artist. And like very much like Justin's saying with a musical artist where you're really excited for the next Radiohead album or whatever it may be they're excited for your next series, your next show. And I, I think that's a really cool way to stay in contact with your audience and grow it. Um, so Justin, at Artwork Archive, you're seeing artists from all levels who are struggling and then also succeeding at selling their work and earning a living. What are the two biggest factors that separate the two, that separate succeeding or struggling, maybe failing at selling your work? So I guess first and foremost is something we've touched on a bit, and that is, you know, far and away one of the most common behaviors we see in successful artists is in accepting the fact that you are an entrepreneur and that your art is a business, and they're treating themselves as seriously as they want to be treated. So that is definitely like a, you know, a major contributor. The other thing we were just kind of getting into is the importance they place on relationships. And, and when I'm saying this, I'm not just talking about forming new relationships with potential clients and fo- fostering relationships with existing clients. It's, it's much more of a holistic approach to relationships in general. So yes, those client relationships are critical to growth, but successful artists also put a lot of effort into their relationships with their peers you know, other artists can lead to inspiration, guidance, and, and other learnings with the professionals they work with as the framers, fabricators, gallerists, art advisors, and all those other people that help you do what you do are key to your success. So, you know, I think the, the, the career mentality and really, really not underestimating and investing time in relationships are, are definitely two of the factors that we see most contributing to an artist's success. And, and sure, there's tons of other kind of tangential things that we can get into. But if you, if you ask me to pick on two things that I think will, will help drive the success of artists, those are great areas to focus on. So that was great, Justin. So first things, artists, accepting that you're entrepreneurs, like really understanding that your art is a business and getting over that maybe that hurdle or imposter syndrome or whatever it may be that keeps you from acknowledging that it's really, really key to your success. And second, taking a more holistic view to your relationships and not just your art relationships, but all the relationships that further your career and really prioritizing those and putting them in perspective and using them to propel you forward. Um, Those are fantastic. Thank you so much, Justin. Guys, we're going to be right back with our final thoughts. But first, a quick message from our sponsors. Artists, are you struggling with getting yourself out there and selling your work? Well, you came to the right place. For seven years, Superfine Art Fair has traveled across the United States and connected with all sorts of art professionals, from curators, gallerists, a community of successful artists, and everything in between. We've developed strategies to assist hundreds of artists just like you take control of their careers, build relationships with collectors, and create the art income and freedom that they deserve. From New York City to San Francisco, Miami Beach to Seattle, your next art fair is right around the corner. You can apply to be a part of the fair when it comes to a city near you by visiting www.superfine.world sell hyphen your hyphen art. Mention the artist business plan during your qualification call and we'll take $150 off your booth fee for any city and any fair you choose. Today's the day to start taking control of your art career. 
All right, we are back here with Justin Anthony from Artwork Archive. Justin, this has been an awesome conversation. Let's bring it home for our listeners. What is the simplest and best way for artists to jumpstart their career on the right foot? I'm 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 laughing because it sounds like I'm beating a dead horse here, but this is less about a specific action and more about a specific mindset. And I think when we're talking about we're talking to emerging artists in particular, um, one of the biggest pieces of guidance we give is if you approach your career like a business and adopt an entrepreneurial mindset, it's really going to influence all aspects of your art career. Um, so I know it's kind of redundant at this point, as we've touched on that a couple times in this talk, but that really is one of the things we see most in line with driving success and artist. Um, you, you come out of art school and oftentimes you never were even taught the business of art. You, you have an infinite amount of creative skills, but the business side isn't something that necessarily comes naturally or that is top of mind. Um, so if you've made the decision that art is your career and you want to make a living doing what you love, we feel that adopting that kind of entrepreneurial mindset is critical to what you do. So guys, acknowledging that you're an entrepreneur and then, you know, really treating your work as a business and leaning into these resources that you have out there, one of which is super fine, the artist business plan. Another is artwork archive. Justin, what are some of the resources our artists can connect with at artwork archive? I know you guys host a podcast as well, if I'm not incorrect or. So not yet, although the team on a daily basis ask me if we can. Um, I, you know, I, you better than anybody understands how much work goes into a podcast and we applaud you for, for having one of the, the best ones in the, the space. Um, we, you know, we have put out free resources to artists since we started well over a decade ago. Um, artworkarchive.com is where you can find an infinite amount of webinars, resources, guides on a wide variety of subjects, whether it's the creative side, the legal side, the financial side. Um, and there's just a wealth of information, um, all created kind of by the in-house team. Occasionally we will reach out to kind of guest contributors for things like tax law and legal things that we really don't feel comfortable talking about. We'd rather bring in, you know, subject matter experts in those fields, but all that is available at artworkarchive.com. And you can, of course, find us on, you know, Instagram as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, Justin. So artists, did you catch everything we said today? If you didn't, that's okay. You can listen to this episode as well as Justin's last episode and all of our past podcasts on our website at www.superfine.world. Again, to connect with Artwork Archive, and you should, follow their Instagram at Artwork Archive or go to www.artworkarchive.com. And remember to check us out at Superfine Art Fair on Instagram. Anytime you're listening to, enjoying, making the most of the artist business plan, we love when you'll post it on a story or post. Just tag us. We'll restory that. And we always would love it if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you get the chance. We're on every listening platform, but Apple Podcasts is where most of you come from. And those ratings and reviews are really, really critical in helping other artist entrepreneurs just like yourselves find us and benefit from our and our guest perspectives. And as always, I want to wrap it up by sharing a quick quote with you all. And today that quote is, in strategy, it is important to see distant things as if they were close and to take a distanced view of close things. That is Miyamoto Musashi. Justin, it has been such a pleasure having you with us again. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for sharing your perspective with our listeners. For that, we are so grateful to you. Of course. Thanks again.
You're welcome. And everybody else, have an awesome rest of your day. Remember, just stay on top of your artist business plan. Get out there and make it happen. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Artist Business Plan. Hosted by me, Alex Mito. And me, James Milley. Join us each week to hear leaders in the art, marketing, and business arenas discuss tips and tricks designed to help you thrive and sell more art. To listen to this episode and all of our past episodes, just visit www.superfine.world and click The Artist Business Plan. And we love to hear what you have to say, so just follow us on Instagram at superfineartfair and shoot us a message just to let us know you're listening. Want to exhibit at an upcoming fair? Go to www.superfine.world slash sell hyphen your hyphen art. Until next time, keep listening, keep creating, and keep up your artist business plan.